17 at the Cake Dish Podcast. You already know who it is. We done been here before, honey. Episode 17. Welcome back. I hope everybody had a good ass Thanksgiving. I feel like I ain't recorded in a long ass time. It's been what since last Tuesday? Oh wow, like a whole week because we skipped Thursday, so. And rightfully so, because it was the holiday child, and I wasn't even finna pretend like I was about to sit here and record no damn Thanksgiving podcast. No, ma'am. I was stuffing my damn face. Everybody asking me what I'm cooking. Um, not a damn thing. Drinker do not cook on holidays. I leave that to the pros. My mama and my grandma and my auntie, I let them have a blast. I contribute, like I bring something, you know, I'll buy something, but me getting in the kitchen slaving, and plus I got these long ass nails, and if y'all follow me on my personal Instagram, at cakedupdrip.me, you know, I got these long, super long ass nails, so I'm not cooking anything, honey, but I picked the fuck out. Oh, I, I said I was going to work, work on my custom and look, look, look at me. Only a minute and some change in and I'm already dropping F-bombs. That's, that's what we're going to work on. 2020, I got to stop the custom. I have to watch my mouth. I have to watch my mouth. It's getting out of control to the point where I don't even like listening to my podcast. Like, I don't even listen to me. So, I commend y'all for listening to me because I can't, I can't listen to me. I cuss too much. And I don't cuss this much in real life, like in person. If you having a conversation with me, I don't cuss nearly as much as I cuss on this podcast. But one of my friends, he gave me some tips. He was like, when you start getting, um, like, I guess, passionate about what you're talking about, emotional about what you're talking about, or you can, like, relate to it, and you have, like, ties to the subject matter, you get comfortable with what you're talking about. And you can get, you know, a little emotionally caught up in what you're talking about. And that's why you start cussing. See, I never looked at it like that. But he got a big ass point. So I'm trying to watch my mouth, Lord. I'm going to really make a super conscious effort. Because, see, that's one of the reasons why I can't put this damn podcast on YouTube. Because my mouth is out of control. And ain't nobody going to want to work with me with this potty ass mouth of my honey so i'm working on it it's a work in progress child if y'all got some tips on how to stop cussing y'all can even send it to me y'all gotta let me know what was we even talking about before this that's crazy i'm all over the place oh thanksgiving better thanksgiving yes i picked out i had a good time my grandma house was full of people everybody came over there that's traditional like everybody meet up at grandma house and that's what we do so, I see just about everybody except for my dad. And, like, I didn't really see none of my dad's side of the family. So, he's going to get a piece of my mind because he said he was going to come through and he didn't. But, nevertheless, it was a good time. Um, yeah, it's it's always, like, a good time around these holidays. So, hopefully everybody had as good of a Thanksgiving as I had down here in Florida. The weather was perfect. It's cold as hell now. But on Thanksgiving... And even the day after Thanksgiving, Black Friday, it was some wonderful weather. Now it's cold. So, hopefully y'all Thanksgiving was equally as lit, honey. Um, I feel like we ain't talking a long time. 
And for us not to have talked in a long time, it ain't really been much going on. So let's let's get into the music. We do gotta we do gotta ask Drake a question. Yes. Shout out to us with the ask Drake a question. Well, shout out to y'all really <laughs> for asking me of all people what I think about shit. Like what? But anyway, I appreciate it. Any question that y'all ask me, you know I'm going to ask the audience. So I appreciate y'all sending them in. So we're gonna get to that in a little bit later. Let's get to the music first. Fabulous put out his album, Summertime Shootout 3, on Friday. I like it. Most people don't like it. Most, like, avid Fabulous fans don't really like it. See, I'm not, like, an avid Fabulous listener. I don't really listen to Fabulous music too much. I listen to it very sporadically. So, that's why I think it's dope. Because, shit, I ain't really got nothing to compare it to. But... I thought it was good. It's it's just got so many features. I'm not a features girl. I like my rappers by themselves. But um, most of his songs had features, I think, except for like three. My favorite songs from the album are Bombs. That's, that's one of the ones where it's just him by himself. And he is in his whole lyrical miracle bag. He really spitting. Um, Cap with Lil Durk, Bay Dreaming with, I think that one got YFN and Lucci on it. Insecure, that's another one that is just fabulous by himself. And Time featuring Roddy Rich. I love Roddy Rich, especially since I went to his show. Even though it was like a really short show, it was a good show, so I'm like a newfound Roddy Rich fan. With his little short, cute ass. He's super cute, he's like bite-sized as fuck, but he cute as fuck. So, I, those are the ones that I really like, that I gravitate to. I have to listen to it a little bit more. But, when I listened to the Joe Budden podcast, um, they was kind of like iffy about it. It was like, they liked it a little bit. Reviews on Twitter, same thing. Some people like it. Some people was like, it's not his best. Um, But I thought it was cool. I thought it was everything I heard from. Them songs that I just named, I like them. But then again, you know, New York people got a different ear than Southern people, I feel like. So, to, you know, the New Yorkers, the New Yorkers, they weren't really fucking with it too slick. But, I don't know, I like it. It got me curious. Now I want to go and listen to some other fabulous albums. I want to go listen to the other Summertime Shootouts and see exactly what I've been missing. Same with Tory Lanez. Y'all remember when I was like, this Cheeks tape, I I love this Cheeks tape, but I never listened to the other ones. That's how I am. Like, I got to go backtrack now. Because I'm like, damn, okay, have I been missing out on all this good fabulous all this time or what? So, I don't know, but album was straight. I liked it. I've only listened to it uh, twice now. I got to sit with it a little bit more. The weekend put out Heartless, which is a Metro Boomin' Beat. Think anybody can get on the Metro Boomer beat and just breathe on it and the shit gonna funk. But the weekend got into his whole fuck these hoes bag on Heartless and that shit phone. I love that beat. That's a good ass beat. I kinda I mean I like the weekend Heartless ain't run. That shit is perfect, but 
I wouldn't be mad if I heard like 21 Savage on that Heartless beat. Like just a quick freestyle over it. I don't know, like I can hear it. It's something about Metro Boomin and 21 Savage. Like when they come together, it's it's that shit is different to me. I don't know. I really fuck with it. But yeah, the first the first person I thought of when I heard the weekend Heartless was 21 Savage. I'm like, damn, I wanna hear 21 Savage over this. Nevertheless, though, um, Heartless phone, I done listened to that shit, like, at least ten times. I put it on repeat at one point and just let that shit go. I like that. I've been listening to The Weeknd a lot lately. I don't really know what type of mood I'm in. I don't know if it's this fall weather, but I've been listening to The Trilogy, House of Balloons, um, just, like, every Weekend album. And I feel like he about to give us an album. And I never really been like a big weekend fan, even before he dropped Heartless. I'ma say for like the last two weeks or so, I just been wanting to hear the weekend. I've been wanting to hear the morning, pretty, um, 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 um I, I can't even think of the names right now, but yeah, just like all the old weekend, I just been on it. I don't know why. That's just my mood. I think it's like this fall, wintry, kind of cold, kind of hot-ass weather that just, that shit just got me in like a mood, like a weird-ass mood. So, I'm looking forward to whatever album, EP, or mixtape that The weekend is about to bring us. City Girls came out with You Tried It. It's like their first single together since JT went home. Um, It's cute. It gave us a little taste of what's to come. I was fucking with it. That's really out of new music that I have personally been listening to. I know with some old stuff that came out, like The Game came out with an album. I have not listened to it. Um, It was some other albums that came out. I ain't even gonna waste y'all time because I ain't listened to them all. But that's what I have listened to. I'm fucking with it. Um, that's really all I got. Oh, no, that's not all I got for current events. What I'm talking about, that's all I got. I ain't really talked to y'all since this whole Lori Harvey future debacle has been going on, honey. Lori had the girls in just a tizzy because future posted her. Let me tell you something. I don't know what Lori Harvey is doing to these niggas, but she needs to teach a class. I would attend the Lori Harvey University of Finesse. She is running circles around these niggas. She is the only bitch who could go from Future to, was it Trey? To Diddy? To Back to Future? Something like that? Like, I, ugh, I, I'm with it. I'm here for all of it. And I'm so sick of you bitter ass niggas. Let me tell you something. Let, let me drag you niggas real quick. After I just gave that whole speech and dedication about me stopping the cussing, I feel like it's about to come. Because let me just drag you niggas real quick. Because it's been a couple days and, you know, I have to drag niggas. That's just what I do. The nigger dragger. You niggas got to stop getting on Twitter with y'all angry ass opinions on Lori Harvey. You, you niggas could never afford a Lori Harvey. So please do not allow your spirit to be troubled with what Lori Harvey, little rich ass, running around here doing. It would never be you. Even if it weren't future, it'll never be you. D 
Darius with your Twitter fingers. These niggas kill me. They drag Lori Harvey. But then again, I feel like niggas low-key drag all the bad bitches that they can't get. It's called projecting. And Lori Harvey is in her early 20s. This is what she's supposed to do. Go back and listen to my whole episode on the importance of a whole phase. Like, we've discussed this class. We have discussed this. Why do we have to discuss this again? Lori Harvey is doing exactly what she is supposed to do in her 20s. She's not supposed to be settled down with one guy, having babies, being committed. No, she's young, she's beautiful, and she's rich. She's supposed to be running around and letting rich-ass men take care of her. And y'all like, well, why she keep hopping from rapper to rapper or rapper to singer, da 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 That is the circle in which she running in. She's not finna go and date a goddamn Chris from around the way. No, you are not even, you are not in the circle. You are not in that, that realm of richness, of wealth. Get the fuck out of here. Y'all have to leave that girl alone. Let Lori Harvey live. She is living her best life. The beauty of it, she's doing it all the right way because she don't got no kids from none of these niggas. She ain't let none of these niggas, you know, give her a child and run off. She can leave whenever she gets good and damn ready. She's not obligated to any of them. She doesn't have to settle down with none of these niggas and everybody was out. She should have stayed with the soccer player. But what? This girl is young. Why does she have to stay with anybody? Niggas do it all the time. Niggas date around. They test the waters. And then when they get the one they want to settle down with, that's what they do. But not a moment sooner. And lastly, who is y'all to say that this girl is sleeping with all these men? Y'all don't think she's beautiful enough to just get a nigga to do what she want to do just off the strength of it being Lori Harvey? And plus, she fucking with rich niggas. So, they don't need pussy off her. They can go they can go get some coochie from anybody. And they got the funds to spend freely. So, they not pressed. Like, they don't have to get nothing in return to spend because... Money is coming in abundance. See, that's that's some shit y'all don't understand. That's why y'all need not comment on this girl. All you running away niggas got so much to say on this girl. Like, the lifestyle is not even the same. Y'all kill me. Dragging her. I personally love her. I think, I think more young girls need to think like her. No cap. I think more young girls... In their late teens, early 20s, need to go and experience and have fun. Go listen to the whole face episode. I promise you, we discussed this. But for real, I see so many young girls, they just so eager to like be 20 years old and settle down and be with their soulmate and start a family and have kids at 20. Girl, pay yourself. These niggas ain't going nowhere. I promise. They are going to be around. I promise you. Let that girl live. Go live. Like, go. When I was 20 years old, I, I was having a blast. 
Now, my little sister, my sister is 20 years, well, when she's, she's a little older than I, but when she was 20 years old, see, she's the opposite of me. She wants to, like, you know, she's the relationship girl. She wants to settle down, da da da, da. I'm a relationship girl uh, when I'm in a relationship, but I'm not. So, I feel like you can do whatever you want to do. I see no issue with it. I see no issue. I mean... I, I, I just don't know what you niggas want from her. Like, Future posted her, in case you've been sitting under a rock. He posted her, and he was, like, flawless. And, you know, got the streets saying that they back dating or cool or whatever the fuck they doing. And I love it. She is going to bring the toxic to the most toxic of them all. <laughs> I was just fucking with you. I don't. I personally don't think Future that toxic. I think he's quite hilarious. But nevertheless, leave Lori Harvey alone. I just thought that was funny. Y'all was in distress like y'all is every other month when Hart when Lori does some shit like this. Leave that girl alone. She is beautiful. She is really pretty. Um, she get it from her mama though. Marjorie Harvey is nothing to play with. But Mama Ben had coin. They said Marjorie is used to dating rich. So, it's only right that her daughter was going to follow in her footsteps. Kudos to them. Um, okay. I guess we can move on to Ask Drika. Like I said, I, it's not really like a whole lot going on. I ain't seen y'all in a while. The streets been kind of dry. So, Ask Drika... You know, everything is anonymous. I refer to the girls by however they want to be referred to. So, we're going to refer to this one as Maya. And Maya slid in my little DM on the Cake Dish Podcast Instagram. Again, I don't know why y'all interest me. Because I don't give the best advice. <laughs> but nevertheless, we can have a we can have us a nice little kiki or whatever. But this one was kind of serious. And... My heart kind of went out for Maya because I I just don't like when shit like this happens to women. So, basically, Maya was seeing a dude, and again, we calling her Maya. We ain't going to say her real name. She said she was cool with being called Maya. That's what, that's what we calling with. So, Maya, girl, I know you tuned. I'm talking to you. Here we go. So, Maya was dating a dude for about eight months. Long story less long, dude went ahead and ghosted her, blocked her on all his social media, blocked her phone number. Like, one day it was cool, and the next day it was just like, poof, he was gone. She couldn't get in touch with him after eight months of dating this nigga. See, this is why I drag you niggas. This is why I drag you niggas. This is why I don't got no nigga. This is why I'm just like, ugh, just, I'm irked and disgusted by you niggas. So, this man wasted eight months of her life with the promises, with the bullshit, with all that he gonna do. He gonna do this, this, and the third. Ghost her. But, see, the nigga thought he was slick. He blocked some of her friends. Like, I guess the majority, like her immediate friends who he knew. He went ahead and blocked them on social media too. But, you know, you always got that one homegirl in the clutch. They don't really be out with you too much. She don't really be in the pictures with you. She don't really club like that. She don't really be in the mix. But she always with the shit. You always got you one of them in the, in the clutch. So, that homegirl 
didn't get blocked. So she had access to see all his shit and none of his shit was private. And long story short, she was able to go on there. Child, how about this old dog ass nigga? We just gonna call him CJ. CJ not only is engaged, but they're expecting. So the low-key friend was able to tap into CJ's Instagram and see baby shower photos, paternity pictures, like Christmas card, family pictures with the pregnant belly and the dog, like all kind of shit. So Maya want to know, what should she do? Maya, sweetie, he made a decision for you. He told you what you should do. And that's move the fuck on. It's nothing more that you can do. Like, I used to be one of the people who felt like, okay, I need closure. You know, don't just ghost me. Don't just leave. Like, I need to know. You need to tell me something. But the older I get, the more I'm realizing that ghosting is the closure. Period. When a nigga ghosts you, that's that nigga saying he don't want to fuck with you. That's your closure right there. Like, I know we as women, we be want to like hear it. Like, no, you just need to be a man. You need to tell me that you don't want to fuck with me. But, Pooh, unfortunately, when he chose to block your number, block you from social media, like cut off complete contact with you, the choice was made for you that day that this shit is a wrap. It's over. Like, there is no what should I do. You should do absolutely nothing. You should take that shit that the homie went and found for you at face fucking value. And excuse my damn language, but I don't like this. I don't like nothing about this. I don't think women deserve shit like that. I don't... Honestly, I don't think people deserve shit like that. But at the end of the day, the game is the game. And unfortunately, this is how the game goes. People don't do foul shit. But a person showing you exactly who you are, not necessarily showing you because, I mean, he did ghost you. But this is who this nigga is. Do not sit around and be curious anymore. Like, you have everything that you could possibly need. And I know that shit hurt. I'm not no super tough-ass bitch. I know this is, like, that is one of the most painful things to see. I done been in that situation. Not with a dude that I was, like, in a relationship with, but a nigga that I was dating. And we spending time together, and we vibing, and, like, it's months in, and then all of a sudden, you got a lady, and y'all starting a family, and it's like, huh? What? Like, you was just at my house. You was just face first in my ass like what it's it's confusion all across the board but this is just how the game go and it's not fair but it is it is what it is like i'm telling you now did you came to ask drika so i'm answering you you asked me a question so i'm answering okay the nigga, 9 out of 10, is going to double back at some point. That's usually how niggas do. 
He know he ghosted you. He know you probably wondering. But right now, he only concerned with this new baby, you know, this engagement, this wedding, whatever the case may be. But please believe you me, at some point, it could be six months from now, a year from now, two years. That nigga is going to unblock you. That nigga is going to look you up. That nigga is going to reach the fuck out. When him and that bitch get to having problems or when he decides he want to do her the same way that he did you because that's what niggas do. Um, He's going to reach out. Nah, you got to be the strong enough bitch to be like, uh-uh, no. It's, it's a wrap. It's cut off. It's done. You have to be strong enough to be on some... I don't want to hear shit you got to say. Because a nigga is going to try to come back. They always do. I promise. And it, it could be so long from now. You can be like, you could think a nigga really not thinking about you. The shit on your, on your mind. The shit is not on his mind. But trust me, it is. So when he come back, when he double back around and find his way back to you. And try to hit you with the how you been. Can we talk? I never got closure. I never gave you closure. I owe you that. You got to be the strong enough one to be like, nah, nigga, I'm straight. I don't need no closure off your ass. I don't need no explanation off your ass. The photos explain everything to me. You ghost and explain everything to me. Like, you're going to have to hold your own in that. Because I'm telling you, if the nigga come back around and you you get that nigga opportunity and you get that nigga another chance, then the shit is on you. I can't blame the nigga for nothing else he do because a dog going to be a dog. Now, if your ass go off and decide you want to play with the damn dog, then it's on you if you get bit for the second time. Now, that's just that on that. I advise you to cry about that shit, go shopping about that shit, take a step out to eat about that shit, hang with your homegirls about that shit, vent about that shit, and get it all out. Cry that shit out. Do everything you need to do, but find a means to communicate with this nigga because I'm telling you, like, you you lucked up when this nigga tried you like this. Really, that bitch got to deal with that. She got to deal with this dog-ass, cheating-ass nigga. She is listening to the same lies that he was feeding you. That's her problem. Like, he gave you an out. You won this shit. Honestly. You got to think about it like that. Like, okay, I dodged the bullet. She the one with the baby. So even if she leave this nigga, guess what? She still have to talk to this nigga. Versus you, you could walk away. You could be heartbroken, but you can mend that. But you don't have nothing tying to you to this man. You completely free. You got to look at it like that. So that's what I think you should do. Move the fuck on. And I know it's easier said than done. Don't come, nobody come in my comments. Well, it's easy to just say, move on when you don't call feelings for somebody. I know that. I'm a whole ass woman out here. I talk a lot of shit, but I be emotional too sometimes. I just don't talk about it on my podcast. Because you hoes ain't finna see all that. But, I do know when it's time to move the fuck on. That's just what it is. You have to move on. So, Maya girl, I hope that answers your question, Pooh. Tell CJ he can get the fuck ASAP. And my advice would be to block him back. 
like if I'm not mistaken even if a person block you you can block them too like you can block them back so that when he does unblock you you won't see none of his shit block him block his friends block block anybody close to him that could even potentially pop up on your explorer page like or pop up on somebody mutuals page like block block his whole clique block all ties to that nigga so you don't even have to see it because if it's out of sight eventually the shit gonna be out of mind and that's gonna help you heal versus you know if you still got his homeboy on instagram and his homeboy uploading pictures from you know the the upcoming wedding or some shit then you got to see it you got to relive it like no girl block all them niggas block the whole clique the family the friends anybody that you met and you friends with on social media block the ass you have to cleanse your life of this nigga you have to purge this motherfucker out your life it's just like a detox how we be taking how we be sitting up drinking all that damn flat tummy tea and we shit all that out same thing purge that nigga up out your system Delete all his pictures out your phone. Del- go ahead and delete the message thread. Don't even tempt yourself. Delete his number out your call logs. Like, you don't even want to be tempted to hit him up on no shit. Or, like, you know, do some drastic shit. Like, download the little, the, like a text message app and text him off. That. Like, no, no. You don't even want them thoughts to go through your mind. That's why you got to get that nigga up at your system. Delete his pictures, put them in a file somewhere. Cause I don't I don't believe in deleting pictures permanently. I will delete them out of my phone and put them in a file. If I'm all the way done with your ass, like I gotta really hate you to delete some pictures. Like I don't believe in deleting pictures completely. But I will delete them out of my phone and maybe put them like in a file in a drive or something. I don't know. I'll be thinking crazy, like, I mean, damn, what if the nigga die? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't fuck with him, but, you know, if he dies some shit, I still got the memories. You know, I don't know. I be thinking about stupid shit like that. But delete the pictures out your phone. Text message thread, all that. Like, purge the nigga. Purge him out of your life. Get rid of his t-shirt. Throw his toothbrush away. Like, you just have to. These are things you have to do, mama. So, my girl, I hope this helps. Um... Fuck nigga of the evening goes to motherfucking CJ who played Maya. Period. We're getting CJ out of here. CJ has to go. So, um, yeah. That's the extra segment. I I knew I was going to get the cussing. But when I start talking about fuck niggas and niggas trying bitches, like, ugh, I just, whew, it just conjures up my spirit and people people gonna hear this and be like you a hypocrite how you be how last episode you was talking about when to get a side nigga now you bashing niggas for ghosting because i can <laughs> simple this is my podcast i do what the hell i want to do that's it that's it that's all like uh stop it people was trying to come for me about my last episode in general because i said when to get a side nigga but if y'all was listening, I said before we even get to that point, I'm going to try to work it out. Like, side nigga is your last course of action, but it is, nevertheless, a course of action. And, bitch, I'm going to take it if I need to. So, I'm moving right along. That was like a nice little segue into my next little subject. So, did y'all watch part two 
of the Red Table Talk with T.I. and Tiny. I'm still mad at T.I. But nevertheless, they talked about, on this episode, they didn't talk about Deja no more, thank the Lord. They just kind of talked about his marriage, or their marriage, because Tiny was there. So it was T.I. and Tiny to talk about their marriage. And what I really liked about this um tiny talked about like how she found her voice and ti didn't like that shit i want to talk about that because i was really fucking with that she's she was basically saying like before he went to jail you know she was just a little more like go with the flow and you know kind of follow his lead versus when he got out of jail she had kind of like had her voice it was like oh I got this to do I got this to do you know she just wasn't the little innocent wife anymore just completely following her husband lead like she went and got her own shit you know going on I commend that a lot because I think oftentimes like when women get in relationships I've never been married so I'm not really gonna speak to married folks but um when you are in a relationship especially when your nigga got money and he provided for you in household I would imagine it does get easy to kind of fall into that overly submissive role of okay it could be your way we're gonna follow your lead and when you find your voice, I can imagine that creates conflict with your nigga. Because I done had a nigga, like, with money, taking care of me, paying the bills, doing all that. And it was like, okay, yes, you kind of got to, you know, follow the lead, let the man be the man. But when you find your voice, it's kind of like, okay, I'm providing for you. I'm doing this and this for you. Why are you going against me? And then I guess men kind of feel like their position as men is being attacked or something. Or they feel like they're not as needy or they're not as useful. Like, let me tell you something. If you're in a relationship with your woman, she needs you. Especially if you're doing like what you're supposed to do and y'all are good together, y'all work good together. She's always going to need you. But I think once women start being less dependent on a man especially if they started out being super dependent on a man then they man feel threatened and that's what it sounded like to me but she said you know he went out and found him a bitch who you know who would be a yes girl and would just allow him to boss her around and whatever he say goes and he went and found somebody like that and I felt like, you know, she didn't have to tell us all that, but she did. And I think that was real big of her. And I could definitely see that. I could see T.I. being that type of guy. I I can't. I love him to death. I'm mad at him right now. But I could see him being that type. Like, I pay the bills. You stay home with kids and just be this super submissive ass wife. And then when he don't have that, he's switching because it's so many niggas like that. It's regular niggas who ain't even rich who like that. So, like, how submissive is too submissive? Because my little sister and me, we kind of had like a brief, brief, brief conversation. She said I'm not submissive enough. I think she might be a little too submissive. Like, to me, when I think of too submissive, I think of, like, being a doormat. Like, you just, 
you just let a nigga do whatever, talk to you however, like whatever this nigga say goes, even if it's a fucked up ass decision and you know better, you still gonna go along with it because it's what your man want. I think all of that is being submissive. Like when too submissive, too submissive, because there is such thing as a two. I think just just not having a say so in day to day goings of the fucking household is just too submissive for me. Like I want a say so. I want to say so. Even if you keeping me comfortable in like a comfortable position or whatever case may be, like I still want some sort of say so because I feel like a relationship is a partnership. I do think a man is supposed to lead and a woman's supposed to follow. Like, you know, a woman's supposed to be the backbone. But, damn, at the same damn time, my nigga, if you about to lead us into goddamn damnation, I need to put a stop to this. Especially if I have a solution. So that's, that's how I feel like a good, I guess, submissive relationship should work. Like, I think you should always be good to your nigga if you got a good one. I know I be talking shit by side niggas, but I talk that shit to about niggas who deserve to get cheated on and shit like that. I'm not talking about, like, the good one. Like, never fuck up your good thing. I can't remember what episode I said that in, but episode 17, I'm letting the ladies know, like, don't mess up your good thing. Only step out and do whole shit and all that if your man ain't doing what he's supposed to do. That's period. But if you got a good dude and he's just making sure you straight, and I'm not, I'm not even talking about like financially because y'all just swear I'm the biggest gold digger on earth and I'm not. But if he's just making sure you straight like day to day, if you're not feeling well, he's making sure you got medicine, or you got food or you ate or you know what I'm saying? Like if you had a long messed up ass day, he might make sure all the dishes washed up, you know, like he'll fold the laundry up for you. So you ain't got to do it when you get home on a Monday because he know Mondays be rough for you. Shit like that. If you got you one of them, it's nothing wrong with being submissive to him at all like I think that's that's how it's supposed to be that's the type of niggas you do be submissive to them ones who will go above and beyond for you I just don't think you should be submissive to a man who got your ass struggling and got you in fucked up situations them niggas don't deserve submission they deserve to be damn single honestly but not submission Y'all gotta let me know what y'all think. But see, then again, y'all gotta understand, this comes from a single-ass girl. See, when me and my little sister discussed it, my little sister got a man. She's spending a baby. She already got a little girl. He got two kids. Like, they have a whole little family unit going on over there. Me over here, I'm over here single as hell in the crib, eating like a bachelor, watching Netflix and shit. So... I'm not, I'm, I'm not really the advice girl, honestly. But if y'all ask me for it, I give it. So, but let's chat. Let's really, let's really talk about it because, okay, maybe I'm not submissive enough. I don't know. My sister feels like I just want to take, 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 and I don't want to give. And maybe, maybe, but I think I have come like so far, but I don't know. 
I don't I don't think I'm as generous as I could be, but I'm much more generous than I was. Like I've seen me transition and I'm willing to do things for guys that I wasn't willing to do in the past. Right. So, you know, we all have to learn, but I just feel like Tiny made some good ass points. And I love how she worded it. And, you know, they were asking her, because Tiny filed for divorce from T.I. in, like, 2017 because of this shit, and he was supposedly cheating with the whoop. And they was like, well, you know, what made you call off divorce? And she was just like, you know, you you changed. And she actually looked at T.I., and it was, like, really cute. It was a super cute-ass moment. She was just like, you know, you changed, and you acted like you wanted to be there, and whoop-de-whoop, and... It was basically just worth fighting for us. So, I like that. I like that they gave us, like, that cute little insight on their relationship. Because, I mean, we see the family hustle or the friends hustle. I forgot what it's called now. But we see them on that. But, you know, it's reality TV and it's halfway scripted. So, you know, they're only giving us, like, kind of the good shit. Even when they're giving us, like, the bad shit, it's very rose color so the red table talk i feel like was a really good discussion it got you know not heated at times but it had a little you know spiciness because ti was trying to like interrupt tiny at certain points i'm i'm so 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 happy that jada and her mama was there to mediate i'm so happy this conversation did not take place on ti's podcast because i feel like he would have interrupted tiny more he had Jada there, and Jada was like, you know, let her talk, let her get her point out. And then the same thing with T.I., like, okay, let him talk. It was it was perfect how she mediated him. It was perfect. I do think Jada took it a little too easy on T.I. <laughs> I really do. Like, she should have went a little, just a teensy bit harder on him. He a big boy. He can handle them tough questions. But nevertheless, it was a super cute podcast. And I want to know what y'all think about submissiveness is that a word submissiveness or submission submissiveness or submission i don't know but y'all know what i'm trying to say so i want to know the opinions on it let's let's open this dialogue let's open this conversation what is good submission like what's a good amount of submission what are healthy i guess submission boundaries but what is like too submissive to where it's like the woman has no voice and she just not getting her point across so a little bit of a i guess is this a serious podcast is this us being serious right now I don't know, because we normally just be kicking shit. We don't never really be talking about nothing serious on the damn podcast, honey. So, I don't know if this is us being serious. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, that's all I got. Um, Hit me up on the Cake Dish Podcast Instagram, and we're going to talk about this whole submissive thing. I haven't changed the date of the podcast yet. I keep wanting to, but I'm doing more writing stuff. Um, so I just want to be sure like my schedule is good with the writing and I don't want it to be delayed. So I haven't officially changed the date of the podcast just yet. 
but when and if I do, I will let you know. I'm still on the fence about a co-host. Somebody asked me about a co-host the other day, too. Um, still on the fence about it. I want a co-host, if I were to get a co-host, I want a co-host that's going to compliment the show. Like, bring something extra to the show. Just how I just be kicking shit and we just talk our mess and we be bashing the guys and we'll be whoop. Like, I want a podcast co-host that is going to add substance, a different point of view or something. I keep getting a lot of inquiries with people wanting to be my co-host, but they're for one, they're not serious. Um, for two, they're just not really bringing shit. <laughs> like, why would you just want to listen to two of me talk? Right? Like, y'all already got me. Y'all don't need another identical me, a person who coming on here acting exactly like me. I don't think that would be very interesting. I think it would just be like two of me. Like, I don't know. You need something different. Like, we can share similar views, but it just has to be somebody who brings something else. So, I, yeah, I don't know. If I get a co-host, y'all would be the first to know. Right now, I'm still learning this whole podcast thing. So, I'm not in a position to teach. But maybe a co-host can come in and teach me a thing or two. I don't know. Y'all drop down in the comments and let me know. We can talk about that too if y'all want to. Y'all can slide in my DM. I'm loving, let me tell y'all what I'm loving. All of the feedback, because I welcome feedback. I don't know if I told y'all that, but y'all can leave um, reviews on Apple Podcasts. Y'all can DM me reviews. Y'all can, shit, y'all can comment on one of my posts on the Instagram page. I don't care, but I like the feedback because... Like y'all know, I'm just winging it. <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm doing. And it's, it's dope as fuck to see like, oh, this is what you should work on. Like, oh, I really like your podcast, but, you know, I would like to see more of this. I like that. I like this type of stuff. I'm open to criticism. You can hop on my shit and be like, the podcast is trash, it's whack. Stop it, ended, I want it dead, I never want to see it, hear about it, nobody again. And that's welcomed too, that's fine. Like, all of that is fine. Any any criticism, feedback is fine. So, you know, if you if you listen, or if you ever tuned in, feel free to leave a damn a comment. I read all of them. And if I can, I reply to them. So, yes. The submissive conversation, honey. The floor is open. I'm gonna have this up um, on the Instagram. We can comment. We can talk about it. We can do all that good stuff. But y'all already know the socials, the Cake Dish Podcast on Instagram. Y'all can follow my personal Instagram, Cake Duck Drip App. Y'all can follow my personal Twitter, Damn She Bad Two Ds Two Underscores. Y'all can follow Caked Brand Merchandise at Caked Brand on Instagram and Twitter. I got so many social media pages. I can't keep up with all this shit. Um, until next time, honey. I'm going to see y'all girls on Thursday. Toodles.